This time, um, we are in Almanor, Lake Almanor, um, uh, and we have just finished episode five, season one, of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel called Doink. Doink, 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 doink. doink. <laughs> um, yeah, it's we took a few weeks off. Yeah, we and took now a we're in vacation. Bit of time off. Um, mm-hmm. cause we were packing, getting ready to go on our summer trips. Yeah. How's that tea? Good. I just made myself some iced tea. Um, yeah, we packed up our house and we are on the road. The Harveys are on the road for about six, eight weeks, actually. Yeah, we're going to mm-hmm. be recording in Romania. We're doing our summer tour, so. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. <laughs> um, you know, this makes me think that we should maybe do, as part of this, I don't know, maybe something else. It'd be fun to kind of talk about, like, some of the things in Romania. Of course, you can always go off, off of the subject. Off the subject, yeah. Okay, but for now, we just watched episode five, mm-hmm. and we haven't seen a, an episode for a while, so it's actually, in a way, nice to have a break and just see it fresh. I mean... It was. Just the starting. What a great mm-hmm. opening for this episode. It's Midge walking around downtown. Um, she's going up to B. Altman, we find out, to um, a song from a musical. Um, and... What do you mean, song from a musical? You know, the song, I Enjoy Being a Girl, that's from a musical. Oh, do you know which musical? I forget. Mm. Enjoy being it's a really, girl. It's a cute little montage of her, you know, going, walking around mm-hmm. and, you know, going through she the She goes streets. to work. Yeah, yeah, she's going to work. I mean, she is because looking for work. Because we know at the end of the last episode, she says, I need to get a job. Interesting, yeah, yeah. So now we go and she wants to be independent at this point. She has to take her life in, in mm-hmm. her own hands because she is realizing that i think she doesn't want joel back and nope. so that means no more married life so no that means life. she'll have to work yep okay so she goes up she's going in the elevator she's talking to the one of the guys she she wants to we know that she initially wants to be an elevator worker because she likes to talk and it's a good way of meeting people and talking right and She's she's kind of observing how, like, she's like, oh, that's really good work you're doing. How long have you been doing this? And he's like, 16 years. Just gives you a time frame of how long people can do the same tedious mm-hmm. job. Wow. Yeah. How incredible. And there's so many points about this that I feel like I want to make. But one is, again, like, her spirit. I love her spirit so, so much. I aspire to be she, that positive. Right. So she is completely, as Grandma said, unflappable. Yeah. Right? Like, she... But not only is she unflappable, like, is she, mm-hmm. let's say, resilient. It's so much more than just resilient. She, she is literally looking, like, at the, uh, you know, operator, uh, mm-hmm. the elevator operator, with true, like, Wanted. admiration. Yeah, she wants to do this She's job. She's like, oh, that's a job. So the, that's the other point that I was going to make. Is She's that content this, with little. She doesn't really, yeah. But she also doesn't, it made me think, and maybe this is not true, but it made me think that she sees, this is one job yeah. that she sees. Because she can't really probably imagine what a job is because her mom doesn't work. Exactly. And so she sees one guy every single day who operates the elevator. She's exactly. like, ooh, maybe I could do that. Exactly, yep. <laughs> so she's waiting in line uh, at, what is it, P.D. Altman? Is that the name? B. Altman. P- B. Altman, Okay. 
Yep, and she's going up. She goes to the room and she walks by a bunch of Santas. Just there's a bunch of like guys with big white uh, beards, um, because they're trying, I guess, for they're auditioning people to play Santa at the mall. Even that, can can we just talk? About I know it's so funny because she's sitting in between a bunch of old men with white uh, beards who are she's either the you know, only woman. She's the only woman there, and she will, uh, tells them basically she wants to do. She wants to be an elevator and guy, Operator. and they're like, that's not a women's job. Right. And so she figures that's it. Oh, can't get a job. She doesn't even think to ask if there's any other jobs she could do because she doesn't know of any other jobs. But, uh, you know, the way she even tries to convince the guy. Yeah, I know. It was so funny. She's like, picture me in a coat. You know, operating. You know, yeah, yeah, I and know. And she's trying to convince the guy in the guy. every single way. She's like, "I talked to this guy. He's like, yeah, he's very personable." Yeah, she's she's trying to yeah to she's, make every possible. She really point. wants to do this job. She's like, "I waited all my life." He's like, "You waited all your life to be a elevator operator." Yeah, especially because she was a major in Russian literature, which has nothing obviously to do mm-hmm. with to do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, you know, she goes downstairs. She doesn't look too upset about it. And she sees this girl right. try, who's, like, trying to find the proper lipstick. she's kind of in the shopping mode, yeah. which is really what she's comfortable in because that's what she does as a woman. Yeah. And so she she kind of just imp- just adds in her input on, like, what color she thinks this woman who's looking for lipstick should wear. And, you know, the lady's like, oh, you're good. Um, both the cashier lady and the, you know, the p- girl who's looking to buy a new lipstick. Um, and she's like, oh, I don't work here. Um, and she, like, gets introduced to Mary, the girl, who is eventually going to become more of a character in her who life. Who works at the makeup who counter. Who works at the makeup counter. And, you know, she just doesn't, she just says, oh, this, you can do this as a job. Um, and she's like, yep. And she leaves, um, she leaves that day, and she's like, and then we find out, I guess, that she took that job. So... Yeah, it's interesting that they skipped Yeah, we the don't part see her, her actually getting the job. Right. We just That's see, interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, totally realized they missed that part. Yeah. Okay, and then we go, next scene is in the kitchen. Yeah, her parents' house. Her parents' house, yeah. She's living with her parents. And she tells them, I'm going to work. Yeah, and, and then the whole conversation both- with, with her dad, Abe, so funny. So funny, because he keeps coming back, keeps asking st- questions, like, because he keeps thinking she must not know something about working. And she's like, no, I understand that. And he goes, okay. He keeps coming he's back. He's like in disbelief that his daughter, and let's be direct and say disappointed, yeah. that his daughter is, is going to work. Going to work, yeah. It's like a disappointment thing back then. And the mom is just in oblivion. She just walks up and leaves when she hears her kids going to work. But the dad keeps, like, trying to find something, I guess. He's that, like, like, are you going to work five days a week? Yeah, are they the paying you? What about when it rains? Like, he's trying to find something to, to like, make her not want to go anymore. Because he's thinking that, he's thinking that, um, you know, she probably doesn't really have the skills and she's not really able, right? Yeah. Um, to work. Um, yeah, exactly. And then he's like, who's going to watch the kids? And then she's she already has, even like, thought about that. Yeah, she's thought of everything, basically. And he just can't think of anything that would go against that's wrong with what she's doing and well i think as a parent it's hard you know for a first time to see your kid really out there and especially for her as a woman even though she's 26 he thinks that she's unable to do anything yeah because a woman's job is to just be at home and be married and she failed at that Mm -hmm. um you were saying that this is going to be like how you are with me 
Yeah, when you go to college. You got this? Yeah, I got <laughs> that. Like, Wait, so you're able, you're going to work? Like, actually, I cannot imagine you working mm-hmm. and you telling me that you have a job. Yeah, I know. I can't either. Uh, <laughs> doesn't seem like me. Um, anyways, so she goes to, we see she goes to work, but she doesn't really talk about the, she doesn't, we don't see much of her work, right? She kind of goes straight to the club that night, to the gaslight. Actually, no, we, um, well, I think there is, a, the scene is more around, now she meets all these women in, yeah, in so the girls' room. Yeah, so she meets, room. like, Vivian and Mary, these mm-hmm. girls who are, like, going to be characters in her life. They're friends, basically. They are other girls who work at the makeup counter. And I, there, there's so many funny things I, I noted about this. So first, I really like this song uh, that said, It Isn't Enough to Dream. And I think it's such a, it was such a good pick for her attitude because she's all about, like, doing things. Yeah. She's not just did, sitting around dreaming or planning. She's just like, I'm doing this. Oh, no problem. Then if not, exactly. if it's not a job or lift operator doesn't work, I'll yep. be a makeup girl. Um, and then the other thing that I noted was when she's in the girls kind of, you know, they, they prepare themselves yeah. for, like before the, the work day. And <laughs> they're like, this is what you need to do. Be on time. Be polite. Be pretty. And yeah. I'm like, well, absolutely. That's what people thought of women back then. Like, Be polite, be, be on time, be pretty. Be pretty. It's, it's such a... It's such an, a good way to right? describe. It kind of explains even the industry of like lipstick and all these things that she ends up working yeah. in is because women need that. It's not just your job to make someone else pretty. You also have to look pretty mm-hmm. so they can see what they kind of give them a preview of what they're going to look like after they do a good job with their makeup. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, she's so excited. I know. To I be on love her own. that. I love how excited she is to finally have a job. This yeah, is her first time working. She was made to work. Like, she, she enjoys loves it. it. And then she tells them that she's separated because I think the yeah. girls are asking her. And she's, and she's like, uh, they keep, they say it almost hopefully, oh, dead? Or like, mm-hmm. like you know, divorced and, or not divorced, they just something else. And she goes, nope, still alive. We got, we separated. And she's like, oh, how modern. Right. And also, you work, you're separated. How modern. Yeah. And so, you have kids. And you have kids, right. Which is true. How modern. It's a lot of stuff to do. Wow. But that's normal now. Yeah. Thank God. Um, okay. Anything else you wanted to add? No, I think that's it for that scene. Okay. Then she goes to... Then well, it's like kind of... She's just like checking in her little... She checks in her time card, mm. which I don't even know what that is. So what that is, is you you punch it. It says punch the card. Yeah. I haven't seen that, but I know about it. And you have to punch the card... When you that you work. when you start, oh. and then you have to punch it when it ends, and that kind of and then that you. goes to like the accounting department, and then they're like, oh, this person worked these many hours. Oh, okay, and so then it's a record. Yeah, it's like yeah to keep to proof almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes to the stage that night. She goes back. But before to the that, she goes home, and she gets a lipstick for her mom. Oh, I totally oh forgot about this. Oh my gosh, that scene. It's it's very hard to watch. That scene was... Honestly, I'm surprised at how more you like Rose than Emily Gilmore because they are, in my opinion, the same person. Not at all. Like, Rose is so rude. She's almost worse to me. No, she's not. Because she's, like, so, like, you know... At least, you know, the mom in Gilmore Girls is, like, oh, curious. She wants to spend no. time with this girl. But, like, Rose, in my opinion, like, no. she acts like she actually does not care about her daughter. Like, she is zero interest in not what she's doing Not at all, actually. She cares a lot. I think that's maybe the part that I see. 
um, it's a, I, I can see why she, what's really happening for me, my understanding is that the mom is so upset that she isn't focused on yeah. bringing Joel back, which she senses that she could. Yeah, and, and she's, she's so upset. unsupportive, it's sad. She's upset that, you know, she's now trying to really accept the reality of her being unmarried. And to her, the reason I, I to me, I understand is because to her, she she's worried. Yeah. The mom is really worried about her, right? She's like, how are you? you she, she's never seen this. But it seems very selfish because if she really cared that much about her daughter, she'd just want her to be happy. And she can see that Mage is, but she cares about how they look from other people's mm-hmm. perspective. Yeah, of course. Which is That's what really makes the... me sad because it's like, mm-hmm. you know, she really does not care that Mage is happier. She can't even tell that Mage is happier now because she's so concerned with how other people will, That's right. will see that they that her daughter yeah. is separate and she feels like a failure. It's like about her, not about her kid. I, but and she like, doesn't realize that. She is truly, genuinely worried about her daughter and you know it's also very typical one thing that we forget and maybe that still happens sadly today but like parents used to be kind of not super close in ge- people didn't used to be very close at really I that feel like time it's opposite no like the parents used to sleep in different beds parents and kids you know they always had help you know at least in america um, i was gonna say it doesn't seem like that in some ways it seems like now kids have more reasons to be without their parents because they have their screens and stuff. Before, family time was a big thing. People are a lot closer. There used to be so many barriers between people. Like, w- husband and wife. Uh, you husband know. and wife is different. But, like, with I'm kids, saying the husband and wife, uh, parents and kids used to be not very close. They, would, You know, people yeah. would send their kids to boarding school. True. You know, it was just, like, not this, you know, parenting was more almost like a business setup than, like, Mm-hmm. love from what i see from all these american movies you know i don't think that was the case in romania but yeah you know there was this kind of approach that you had to follow religiously true and the mom is born and raised in that culture so you know she's like yeah cannot imagine anything different and she herself judges because she has been so but i think you could say the same thing mm-hmm. about emily gilmore I, yeah i guess you could it's, I think they're very similar characters, actually. I think that Amy Sherman-Palladino kind of has a type for the ink. She must have had a bad relationship mm-hmm. with her mom. Right. Because both, I was thinking about that. Because both these mom characters that she related... You know, the dads are very... The exact same parents. Like, Richard and, and this guy are very much, like, kind of just kind of leave the wife to do everything kind of you know busy with their own work and super passionate about what they do mm-hmm. kind of withdrawn from the actual family and the moms are really close to their daughters but also are really mean to them yes they're yes. very like yes like they want they care so much about their kid yeah. that they're mean to them that to me is kind of um the i mean i'm not surprised and also i think um you know we'll see more about the the rose character um yeah of but course. you know my personal impression is just that she truly, you know, regardless of all all of her faults, and clearly, I totally disagree. I couldn't believe that she gets a lipstick. She's so sweet. She gives her mom a lipstick, and the mom's like, so I make anything. Funny. You know, she tries to find anything, but you can tell that it's not about any of that. It's just about her worry that mm-hmm. she sees her daughter not. See, I just can't see that. To me, mm-hmm. like, I can't like empath- right. I can't em- empathize right. with, with right. her. She's it's hard so to empathize cold. with her, I agree. Yeah. She's I like I feel like it's hard because mm-hmm. Rose is like in the scene, I guess Midge 
tells she gives Rosa she's lipstick. She's so sweet and excited and about her keeps, job. She does not like stop like trying mm-hmm. to make her mom feel better. She's like, no, I just thought you know you're the first person out, and she goes, so I'm a guinea pig. She, she like mm-hmm. finds the bad in everything Mitch does. Yeah, which is sad. Yeah. Um. But anyways, so then she, Midge goes to the club that night, and we finally see Susie, and Susie's really excited about this telephone, the, num- the cards that cards. she's getting, <laughs> and she's like, I'm finally getting a phone, I'm mm-hmm. finally doing it, like, she's really seeing mm-hmm. future with this, with Midge. Right. Um, and so she's ready to perform, she's totally unprepared, she's just like, I'm gonna just, you know, go off the handle, just like I had done before, you know, just say whatever comes to mind, people will laugh. And so she goes on stage and just no one's laughing and she's just absolutely bombing so bad. And it's so sad to watch. Mm, that was painful to watch. I was actually thinking that as an actor, it must be kind of hard, maybe also funny. Might, I feel like it's easy to do that kind of role because you just have to like really be super monotone. Like you No, but she was getting angry. That was another thing that I kind of almost... Yeah. I didn't like. Yeah, that she's I don't like super when mad. she gets mad at the audience, audience because she thinks she's always right, and it's the problem mm-hmm. is them, not her. Right. Which she basically tells Susie directly after she's like, "What is wrong with them?" They're like, "Nothing," and she says straight up, "Nothing is wrong with them. It's you." Like, you bombed. Yeah, you. Bombed. Oh my gosh! But the way Susie says that, oh my gosh, she's so funny. She's like, she's like you bombed, and she's like, you know, <laughs> she's like people were looking for. The, sh- the shelter, shelter. I- bomb so bad. Oh my gosh, I know. And uh, for me, that part was actually significant because I I think she's touching on something super important. Uh, you know, and as a coach, I talk so much about there. It's a process. It takes time. Yeah. You know, everything takes time to learn, and you're gonna fail. And she says, you know, uh, it's part of the process. Um and. Midge is like, I don't no, it's it. not part of my right, process. Exactly yeah. as we were talking about how Midge is so uh, get and do ex- does exactly what she wants, she also has the opposite problem that like mm-hmm. if something stands in her way, it'll totally slow her down. Like she's really easy and capable to do to begin, but it's really hard for her to go through with something once. And that is also typical. I I want to say about anything you know, any new career, right? And also for her. Let's think about that. She has never really... I mean, in the previous episode, I think they went to see some comedians. But she hasn't really given this any thought. She literally has just been kind of going there, showing up, saying whatever goes through her head, and expecting that it'll work every time. Yep. And she really doesn't like to have to, like, be told she's wrong. And she doesn't like... Of course not. Yeah. But particularly, she's not open to, like, you know, getting changed. She's really, like... She like, really doesn't want to, like, have to be told to grow. She wants yeah. to get to being the best Don't we all. ever. Don't we all? And I think that's very also very typical. And I think it's interesting to see how she grows. Yeah. Because when you're sort of, when you're young and also when you're fresh into a new business, you tend to think that, you know, you're either good or you're not. And I really love how Susie says every person. She's like, what about this comedian? They also bombed many times, and you're going to bomb many more times. She's like, no way, I'm not going to do that. But luckily, and she basically wants yeah. to quit. Yeah, and she says that. She says, I, I quit. Mm-hmm. And and then so she she kind of goes home. She goes she's looking, to her room, yeah. And But we, before we, she gets there, we see that Joel and Archie are singing in the bar. Oh, that's all, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're singing a song that you pointed out. It's, you know, they're singing Be Prepared. 
and you know she's was which exactly is kind of a really nice build on the theme of she, she has to prepare and she doesn't want to mm-hmm. um and they're singing and he's basically talking about oh i have i'm going to penny is doing great me and penny are great penny's gonna meet the parents um and he's like kind of and then he says oh we also are going to the music man do you guys want to come? And he's like, and I already thought right there. Right. Like, she, what are you talking about? You think Imogen's going to want to go with you and the girl that you left your best friend for, her best right. friend for? Like, absolutely not. But he's so Neither of the guys have that sensitivity yeah, they that, that their wives are friends. Yeah, he's just like, he's like, absolutely. Imogen would love to go. Like, that, she's been wanting to go forever to the music man. So they make a date, and Joel's really happy with Penny. You can tell, like, he's smiling, whatever. And... I didn't have that sense, actually. I did. I thought that, you know, he's like, great, we're going to have dinner. No, here's why. Because he said, yeah, Penny's sweet. And he said, she is. I think that's kind of like the first um, kind of hint that he's really not so sure. Yeah, he did. He said, she's sweet. She is. Um, You know, he wants confirmation from Archie that Penny is sweet. So to me, that's like a big red flag. If you just started dating someone and you're not sure. He's also really seeking for his approval. Mm -hmm. But I think it's because... He mm-hmm. doesn't really like her yeah. that much. And but he's a little yeah. stuck now. So anyways, we get to Midge is looking for a comedy, basically a comedy writer. She's looking in the ad in her room that night, listening to comedians, trying to get like some good ideas. Because now she took seriously yeah, the, the idea seriously. that she has to prepare. So at least we know she's not quitting yet. And she's... True. You know, because she did say she yeah. was quitting. But then she's looking for a comedy writer. She circles it, and so she goes... You know I misunderstood, by the way, that... When it said comedy writer, I thought she's looking to be a comedy writer. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Because, Have you seen this episode? Um, yeah, but I couldn't remember exactly. But, you know, when jobs are posted... <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> in, a, in a magazine, in a newspaper, they will put the, yeah. the title of the job. Not the person, what they're going to get. But not, this is not a job, I guess. Yeah, I thought it was a job. Because oh. usually when you see in movies, people circling... You know, a job. Yeah. It's usually because they're looking for a job. So I just made that assumption. Mm. So she goes to, to the, um, the stage deli. Yeah, <laughs> like where it's a lot of Jewish food, basically. Ugh, like I want to take you to this place, Cats, uh, in uh, mm. in New York City. I I want to take you yeah. seriously. I want to take you to New York really soon. We'll go Me see too. Broadway shows are opening again. I the- would love to see Mamma Mia. That is the number one Broadway show I want to see. Oh yeah. Number one. I've always thought it would be so cool. Really? Yeah, always. Okay. I don't know when I'll, when we'll go, but I really would like to take you guys. We have to go. It'll be so much you fun. You know, we're going to go to all these spots. Yeah, we should go. Cat's Delicatessen. And mm. it looks exactly like the stage deli. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so then maybe I'll see Timothy Chalamet. Maybe you will. Um, and so we get, she gets we to... We should go to a comedy club. Oh, we should. We should go to the Copacabana. Oh, we should. That'd be so much fun. <laughs> oh, we should go to the village, see where the oh, friends yeah. area in is. In Cafe Wa, you know, they mentioned. I went yeah. with Daddy. That was in our neighborhood. Oh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so There are a lot of shows. Um, you can see a lot of live, live. That's awesome. Live entertainment. Yeah. So fun. she's looking for a guy with the rose on his lapel. And he gets, she asked some lady and she's like, that's nice. Like, absolutely. No, she said, isn't it fun? Yeah, she said, isn't that fun? Yeah. I love that. I'm going to use that line. Yeah. She's like, I'm looking for this uh, man with a red rose. And she's like, isn't that isn't fun? Isn't that nice? Yeah. <laughs> so she, yeah. And so then she, she sees this guy. And this guy's been in everything, this actor. He's in Clueless. 
He's in The Princess Bride. He's in Gossip Girl. Yeah, he's always he's, playing that role. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like this, you know, and he... And he always plays this role of kind of funny, sneaky, kind of Yeah, just like guy. a good loving, like a fun-loving kind of... But he also is kind of like a opportunist. True, definitely. Um, And so, so she meets him and they talk and he's... Basically, like, asking her about her life, wants to see her book. I like his attitude. I Me have to too. say, I would like to know someone like him. They had a really fun lunch. Yeah, they did. And he's, like, ordered, like, a bunch of different types of food that For are, her. like, typical oh my Jewish so great. M- meals, I guess. But, um, you know, by the way, some of that food, food is similar to Romanian. I could tell with the stuffed cabbage. Yeah, like, the stuffed cabbage, for sure, we have that in Romania. And what else? What was the first thing? Oh, a chopped liver on Pist- toast. You know, he said on liver. Hala. He said liver on hala, and he said pastrami on rye. Yeah. So in Romania, you would definitely have uh, liver paste yeah. on toast, and it's the best thing ever. On hala. Oh though. my gosh. I'm actually gonna make some hala. Ooh, good idea. Okay. So she. Um. So after they talk, he's like, he's like, you've got a lot of great ideas. He's really happy. He's not like. He's so cute. Yeah, he's not exactly a bad guy. No, he's not. And he doesn't want to steal her work. That's either. his quality yeah. of, that he's capable of. Yeah. So Joel's having dinner with Moisha and Shirley now. Oh and my Penny. gosh! Okay, that was one of my favorite scenes. Oh, it's so good, and he's like telling Moisha's telling jokes. It looks like they're just like one person. I love family. that couple. I think they're my favorite couple. They are an aspiration to be like yeah. that happy. Moisha and Shelly. and Shirley. and have Shirley and having that much fun. They have so much fun. Like, oh my gosh! They get each other. He, like, that's the kind of guy that when I was young, I was like, I would love. You know, like a boyfriend who like tells a lot of jokes, mm. you know, because I just think that I always was like, you know, you just want to have fun in life. Like you want to maximize the fun. It's funny that you married daddy then. <laughs> he's funny too. Daddy's very funny. That's he's exactly so funny. And you know what? He laughs at my jokes. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. It's more you tell the jokes and he laughs at them. Maybe that's what I was looking for. I guess the universe knew better. Yep. Um, but I just always loved people who know jokes. And oh, we know yeah. how to have fun. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we should memorize some jokes this summer. We, we, really should, we should write some jokes. Yeah, I know. With Clemmy. We should write some jokes. Especially, Clemmy's a comedian. Yeah, for sure. But you know what? We're going to go to Romania. We're going to take the... We're going to fly. In that flight, you know it, from Munich oh, my to CBU, you're going to have material. If Midge took that flight, she would just... Absolutely. I'm going to take up. that as a challenge. I'm going to write jokes. I'm going to look around. Right a Because bit. that is going to be... When we fly be... in the Romanian plane to CBO, okay, it's that's it. That's only it. Romanians. And High everyone's five. standing I'm gonna up. Do this. No one's sitting down in their seats. It oh is like gosh. an actual party on the plane. Oh, People are drinking. They're like... They're meeting new people. It is making, literally... Making friends instantaneously. Instantaneously. Because yeah. you're on a plane for two hours. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? And also, everyone's more or less the same. They all come from the same... Yeah, exact culture. people coming from Germany There's very to little Romania. surprise. Yeah. Actually, it's not even two hours. It's like an hour. It's 45 minutes. Yeah, it's 45 minutes. Oh, my god. It's super fun. I can't wait. Me too. Okay, so okay. I'm going to write some jokes. Yeah. It's on right here. I, totally. I promised. Okay. So then after they're telling these, he's telling the okay, jokes. Okay, so the jokes. Okay, how funny is he? He All he does is he tells joke and jokes, and then everyone's like, is that going to be a dirty joke? No, it's not. And, when and he, he gets, goes, oh, <laughs> it's going to be a dirty joke. Like, she knows him better than he knows him. I love that. Uh huh. So, but we don't see much of it. It just seems like they're all having. They a good go back time. and forth, actually. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. And Mages goes to the gaslight now to perform, and she got this. She got the cards oh, that the that God, herb the, that the comedy so writer bad. sent her. It kind of annoyed me. I have to say. Yeah, like she's Who so does unprepared. That? You just kind of you know it just shows how green she is. Or or you could have. And just, if it were me, I would have gone with it. 
I wouldn't have said, oh, no, that's right. not right. I think that's like, the part that's that tactless. I really don't like about her. She's when really, she gets, like, yeah. really, she has, like, no self-awareness at all. She does it's not. Almost like, it's almost like, I think it annoys me because it makes me feel like she's one of those entitled people. Like, she's, like, a rich, Upper East Side, you know. So entitled. Entitled. Yeah, and she doesn't just go with it because, like, honestly, if it were me and I exactly. got it, it's like, oh, that's going to be funny. Exactly. If you had just told the joke, people yeah. would have got, got, you yeah. would have gotten laughs. But she's so meticulous about she wants it to be her stuff but her stuff isn't like she needs help sometimes and she's not willing to take well she looked for help she looked for help and then she's not willing to take it she didn't even look through the cards she didn't prepare but you know i guess that's part of the shtick of the writing yeah is to kind of show her show how she gets mad yeah Yeah, exactly because she's emotion she's like because maybe it would have been a comedy if she just went with the flow and she was in super inte- emotionally intelligent, it wouldn't have been maybe as funny. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but so she's she's reading these lo- cards, like, straight up. She's not even, like... And she's correcting them. She's correcting them. People are kind of, like, really confused. She's confused. It was painful to watch. It was painful to watch. Yeah. So then she gets really angry when someone else makes a joke in the audience. She's like, do you want to tell the jokes? And, and he's even like, that was really out of line. Yeah, yeah taking, taking scene, up someone else to do her job. Uh, like, he's like, I'm not a comedian. But he does tell a joke, and he gets a lot of laughs, and she's so fed Okay, up. one thing they didn't, sorry to interrupt yeah. you, one thing they didn't address is how last time she says that she's quitting, and now she shows up, and there's no discussion about, Yeah, I don't oh, think she, she took it seriously. I don't think that, no, because she said it so many times. Oh, you're right. The real quitting is coming yeah, up. Yeah, okay. exactly. Got it. So then she, they don't have their argument yet. Um. So then she's, you know, she says, you know what, I quit. I'm tired of this. Mm-hmm. Um. And... Yeah, and so she talks to Susie, and now she's really mad. Mm-hmm. Now she's angry that the audience because literally like thinks... a random guy's joke that's like right. obviously because he prepared, knows it. he had memorized. Yeah, that he'd joke. memorized that joke exactly. And mm-hmm. so Susie and her have a big fight because she's like, because when Susie sees that she got these like lines from from herb, she's oh, like, you should have really consulted pissed. me. Like this yeah. guy is like the bottom feeder, yeah. and the guy is there, and he's like, you did a great act. Like he's right. again, she's like, have you seen he's my so act? positive though. I know. He's like, you got some laughs because he knows he's been in the industry and he knows that you have to build on. Yeah, you know, you get some laughs here, you yeah. learn from it. But um. he didn't even get like down. I was expecting him to be a little more, but he's not. He's mm-hmm. kind of just oblivious and naive. But he was he's like, he's just fine. like this is part of the process. Yeah, to get exactly. Better. Yeah, he, it's a hit or miss. Um, but she's angry. Angry, right? And because, so she throws it yeah. out all on Susie. Like, yeah. you know, you're supposed to, like, well, Susie says you're supposed to confide in me and help, like, talk to me about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's just, she's just like, well, it's I, I don't want to do this if I have to go through so many bombings. Mm-hmm. And she basically says she's quit. Yeah. And she leaves. And so, and Moisha is telling jokes. We're back at the restaurant now. He's right. telling more and jokes. And the truth is starting to come out. Yeah, and, like, so we see Penny's, like, not eating. And, and you know, he, so that's one of the things where they know that something's wrong. Because, obviously, Mitch has no problem with eating, which we saw earlier, remember? And also, she doesn't really have a personality. She doesn't. She just laughs at him with jokes. And they're talking about going on a cruise. And she's like, oh, we should go on a cruise. And so she's like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Shirley goes, too. And when they're alone, Joel and Moisha, Moisha says, no, that's it. Just no. I would have said this. It's so funny because that's how I said when I when I don't like something. I'm just like, no, no. no. Like this girl, he said, <laughs> this if, is a side girl. This is not the girl you leave your wife for. Right. Like, this is not no, the girl no, you're going to marry. This is not the girl you're going to marry. You're going right. to marry. And he said, and what I thought was really interesting, he said, you, you would hate her no matter who she was. Well, basically, because he knows that, that he Moisha. He says thinks, that, yeah. but then again, what we see later is that he actually takes it. 
it, it, his but parents come from what he already knows. But what's interesting that he's saying that is because even he knows that, like, that his parents would hate any girl that he left because he they loved Midge. And, you know, they are, mm. they're not just so okay with But there's more to it than that, is that this girl is actually not... Of course. And then Shirley gets back from the bathroom her. and she says, no. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to eat her dessert. Right. Um, and you can tell Joel's kind of regretting his decisions. As the parents put on a good face and kind of still laugh and talk to Penny, you can tell he's like, if he doesn't have his parents... You know, it's important to him. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, and now he's saying that's confirming his vows, basically. Right, and she's obviously nothing compared to Midge. You know, because Midge would actually make them laugh, not them make her laugh. Mm -hmm. And then we see Midge is struggling at work. Now she's exhausted. She's like, you know, she's in her head. She doesn't even like know what to where things are anymore, and she's really out of it. And, you know, then Archie calls. Basically, she basically cancels on on joel that night he cancels yeah and he says to penny and joel and this is exactly i knew this what we happen. were expecting yeah yeah, because obviously imogene's not going to be okay with it and imogene you just see in the background looking really haughty and just like not having it and men are slow and this I is the i know <laughs> and this is the final thing if he doesn't have his parents approval or his best friend's approval uh-huh. he knows it's wrong yeah. and like you can tell he's looking really oh i just something just made me realize something um you know the the episode ends with the music band the trouble song yeah. and i just realized now it's because this is like he has trouble he's in exactly. trouble exactly he's in trouble now so, because so anyways, no one likes the girlfriend nor does he mitch goes to a party she like makes friends with these girls now that, that was fun and she's making the girls laugh she's actually has no problem because the pressure's off that's i feel like that was another big breakthrough for her yeah. Where she finally now is comfortable in her element, yeah. just riffing off, and she's deadly funny. Exactly, because she doesn't have the pressure, and she's telling real good jokes. Mm-hmm. And we know that in the next episode, from you. what I know, mm-hmm. I know that this is going to be a big deal. She's going right. to be a party talker now, so right. like right. that's her new shtick. I, I also want to say that whenever you do something at the beginning... Like, when you do something that you're meant to be doing, at the beginning, you're, like, really good. It's like the beginner's luck. And then when you begin to realize they are good, you become more self-conscious. And that's when you kind of tend to bomb. I mean, I saw this with my own writing. You know, the beginning, I would just write really good stuff. And then when I started to really take seriously writing, I started to write more poorly because I was more self-conscious. Yep. And anyway, so then she, you know, we see that, Rose tells Joel that Midge is working, uh, and she just says, your wife is works. working. Like, now you should know that you really screwed up. To her, up. that's the biggest, it just, again, it's the a confirmation. The lowest of the low. It's a confirmation, um, I think, uh, for us, oh, yeah. what really bothers Rose. Yeah. And... Because in her mind, yeah. uh, you know, Midge is a failure, basically. If yeah. she works, that's like the, the lowest you can go. Yeah. Exactly. How ironic. <laughs> so now he even has Rose basically telling him he screwed up. Mm-hmm. And so he, we see go, Joel is at the Music Man with, and he sees the two empty seats next to him where, mm. you know, Archie and Imogene were supposed to be. Right. And he's with Penny who's just enjoying and the Music Man. And he's not even enjoying And himself. he's really just, and we start to hear the song Trouble from the Music Man play. Mm-hmm. And like you trouble. said. Right here Like in the you city. said, it's exactly, um. I didn't it's, realize it's, that. It's starting to represent exactly mm-hmm. what's going to so happen. Clever. And he's in trouble. Because yeah. now everyone knows he screwed up. And even he knows it now. And yeah. now he has those empty seats. He's losing his and friends. And I'm sure he's even the idea, right, even the idea of 
like even finding out that his wife now basically moved on and she's got a job oh, yeah. both are really bad kind of signs yep. for him so he's definitely in trouble and the final shot is Susie listening to the radio because she's sad she's really sad because she you know she despite how she always says we're not friends you know this right. was her friend and this was her like beginning to Chance his career to do something different yeah with her career yeah and it ends there and it's a wrap good job tits up chloe tits up oh my goodness i'm so excited because you know what next time we record we're gonna be in romania i know that's insane it's so true that's Ooh. wild because we're leaving this Thursday. Yeah. yeah. That's off, wild. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. We're going to have to do whatever we are. That we will. Don't it's worry. We up. have a VPN so we can watch Mrs. Maisel there too. Can't wait. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. See you soon.